This is a podcast by The Straits Times. Plastic bags. Let's face it, most of us use them. They are a key feature of our consumer lifestyles, a symbol of convenience. But they are also a huge source of waste, with the vast majority burned, sent to landfills or clogging up rivers and the sea. On July the 3rd this year, Singapore introduced a minimum five cents charge for disposable plastic bags provided at hundreds of supermarkets. The aim is to nudge shoppers to think about how many bags they use and to switch to reusable bags instead. It is all part of changing behaviour to reduce the huge amount of plastic waste and curb environmental impacts. So what's the reaction been to the bag charge? Is it changing behaviour? With us today is somebody who knows Singapore's environment scene better than most. Science content creator, Miss Kong Manjing, better known as BioGirl MJ in her YouTube and Instagram channels, Just Keep Thinking. Welcome to the show, MJ. Hi, David. Glad to be here. Thank you for having me on the show. So good to have you. So, MJ, I love your fun science lessons, which include a lot about nature and especially sea life. Tell us a little bit about the thinking behind your work. Well, uh, here at Just Keep Thinking, we create science videos on nature and sustainability and biodiversity issues in a really fun and entertaining manner. So we post our videos on all social media platforms such as TikTok, Facebook, Instagram and YouTube to really show that learning can be really fun. Um, Social media can be something more positive that people can all consume and they can learn something out of it. So we wish to educate the mass audience on important topics that they should know about. And what are you seeing during your regular visits to the beach and other coastal areas of Singapore? Are there lots of plastic bags and plastic pollution of other types? And what's the impact been on marine life? Oh, that is a good question. So we do conduct regular intertidal guided walks for the public and that is where I visit the marine areas, our marine shores, and we do so around six to eight times a month. So other than the beautiful marine creatures that we see whenever I'm down there, we also see a lot of plastic pollution. Definitely there's a lot of plastic trash getting washed up and depending on different times of the year, you can get more or less because of the monsoons that's happening. Sometimes we do have to rescue marine animals that get trapped or entangled in the plastic that they got caught in. So usually those moments is really a learning point for my participants. But we also try to film it down so that we can post on our social media to show that this is the threat that our marine creatures are facing because, you know, of plastic pollution. So for our intertidal tours, we will also bring along a carrier bag so that participants can pick trash along the way as they explore our intertidal zone to show that as you enjoy the process and as you have fun in your daily lives, you can still play your part to do a little bit for the environment. So what sort of plastic do you see? Is it it's like mostly plastic bags and does it seem to come from Singapore or just washes up from other countries in the region? Well, interestingly, we get a lot of single-use plastic bags, carrier bags, plastic bottles. Once in a while, you get like e-waste or even random things like mattresses, a used diaper. You can really get very interesting stuff from the beach itself. And when we checked uh, the source, you know, of where the items are from, 
most of the time they are not really from local sources. There definitely is. It's around like 25%, 30% for me, but also because of how interconnected our oceans are. Sometimes we get them from neighboring countries or countries that are far away, but we definitely do get from local sources as well. So it's a combination of various sources from all across the world. Mm. Now, the United Nations Environment Program has estimated about five trillion bags are used globally each year. So that's a little bit less than a thousand thousand plastic bags per person on the planet, right? It's incredible. And apart from the threat to marine life, the bags also clog drains, and litter the countryside. It's all very unsightly. And these bags can take a long time to break down. So this really should not be the way we should be living, right? No, definitely not. I think it is very unsightly for the human eyes. I think that living in an environment where the trash is around is not a comfortable way to live. I think people don't feel comfortable and don't feel healthy living in such an environment. But plastic bags are pretty handy. We've become so used to them and it helps in supermarkets and elsewhere that they're free. And I think most of us still use them for lining the trash bin, for example. I mean, I know I do that because that's just the way you dispose of your waste in Singapore, that you have to have a fairly sturdy plastic bag just to throw the waste down into the rubbish chute. And that's after taking out all the recycling. And it also doesn't help that outside of the supermarkets, there's no ban on plastic bags. So if you go to a, you know, a little convenience store that's not covered by this, they'll still give you a plastic bag if you don't have your own. So what's your take on sort of plastic bags? They've been a model of convenience, but is time's up, do you think, for them? Well, I think you've pointed out something really important. The fact that plastic bags are inherently still useful. It is a useful item. It's waterproof. It's lightweight. Some of them are really durable. And also, fun fact, I'm not sure if anyone knows this, but plastic bags actually prevented the extinction of elephants because people used to harvest ivory from elephants to create materials such as the billet billet balls. And with that, the population of elephants were decreasing rapidly. And with the invention of plastic, it actually helped to prevent elephants from being extinct. Uh, they use the celluloid. Yeah, so it's the first industrial plastic that's being invented because of a price that's being put to resolve the ivory issue. So inherently, plastic is actually something that's meant to help the society. But of course, right now, because of the excessive usage of plastic, it has become an issue. I don't think anyone wanted it to happen, but obviously indeed. And I think the fact that plastic is so cheap and is so readily available, and for the longest time we have been giving it free, is the crux of the issue. People just use it mindlessly, without any thought, without any consideration. And that is something that we have to tackle at. And I'm glad that there's actually a charge now because now we're putting a price on it to really remind people that, hey, this plastic bag has environmental costs that we are now finally taxing. And people should be more mindful about how they use it and to take only what they need. Yeah, so that very nicely leads into my next question is, how are people responding to this bag charge? You know, are people in favour, most people in favour? Are a lot more people now starting to use reusable bags? Or are just some people buying disposable plastic bags in bulk anyway and, and to hell worth the charge? <laughs> uh, well, all the above thoughts that you mentioned are definitely still around. So I've conducted a little poll on my Instagram 
channel and we have over a thousand respondents. So 50% of the people think that it is effective. 50% of people think that it's not effective. And I've received a few comments, some for the change, some against the change. But either way, I think people kind of have a misconception that this law was enacted based on baseless grounds, which is not true because the government has been debating about it for years. We have trials that's been conducted since three years ago and we have similar schemes that's being done in other countries that has very successful results. So I think with all these success stories, that's how we decided to enact this change and implement this law permanently. So it's not on baseless grounds. We did conduct a trial. In fact, Fair Price kickstarted a trial in 2019 and 2020, charging 20 cents per bag in some of the selected outlets. And they saved 15.6 million plastic bags. Yeah, so and Watson's, they also tried it charging 10 cents per bag and they saw 80% of their customers declining plastic bags. Yes, so I have a NTUC opposite me and, and for a couple of years, they have been running their no plastic bag initiative. And if you wanted a plastic bag, it would cost you 20 cents each, right? So it was voluntary, but it was surprising. You know, a number of people would then bring in their reusable plastic bags. So we asked Fair Price Group about what the response has been to the five cent uh, disposable plastic bag charge. And while they didn't have any immediate data, what they did tell us is that their no plastic bag initiative saved a record 57 million plastic bags in 2022 alone. So that's that's a pretty good result, I'd say, right? Wow, that's amazing. I think it's an indication that we're moving towards the right direction as well. Oh, good to hear that. Find us on Apple, Spotify, Google Podcasts, or via the Google Voice Assistant and Amazon Alexa-enabled devices. And now back to our podcast episode. Now, you mentioned um, that the plastic bag charge has taken a couple of years to come to effect, and the government, of course, did think about this a lot, and there was lots of discussion but nonetheless, the idea of a, a charge per, per bag has faced some pretty solid resistance in Singapore. Mm-hmm. So what's the main reason for this? Well, based on my research and also from the comments that I've gotten on my channel, I think the number one biggest issue is uh, people will ask, you know, what do I use to line my trash bin now? Like I've been using plastic bag to bin my waste for the longest time and now you're charging me for that? And most of it comes from the older folks. Not surprisingly, I think it's something they've been doing for a very long time. It has become a natural habit. And to ask them to kick this habit off death is really difficult. So I think that's the number one resistance that I've been seeing. It's really not so much about the cost itself, but now people have to change their habits in a way or they have to pay for habits that they have been used to it for so long, getting plastic bags for free. So, yeah, that is the main issue that I'm seeing. But I guess Singapore really does not have any choice. It has to do something about the huge amounts of plastic waste, plastic consumption, really. And in 2025, there's going to be a container deposit scheme for bottles. So that will encourage people to bring back bottles and you know, receive some money or a voucher. Singapore is literally drowning in plastic waste, which is probably not a statement the government would be happy about. But the city produces a million tonnes of plastic waste a year, of, any, of which only 6% was recycled last year. And Singapore households also throw away about 200,000 tonnes of disposables, according to the National Environment Agency which is very hard to imagine just how much that is. But this comprises packaging and non-packaging items such as carrier bags, food and beverage containers, tableware, utensils, you know, all the convenience of disposable plastics that we've become so used to. 
So this is really is just not sustainable, right, in terms of when a lot of this stuff goes to the waste to energy incineration plants and all that to, you know, becomes ash and then is quickly filling up the uh, Palau Samakal, the, um, you know, the place where this is all, all dumped, right? So do you sense that there's a real urgency here? Definitely sense an urgency here because Pulau Samakau is stated to be fully filled by 2035. And with the SG Green Plan and the whole hype about sustainability around the world, Singapore is really pushing towards a zero-waste nation, which is why I think the government is coming up with a lot of initiatives, regulations to really push the needle towards that direction. So even though Singapore does incinerate our waste, we have to remember where plastic comes from, which is ultimately fossil fuels. And in order to create more plastic bags, we will need more fossil fuels. And that is definitely not sustainable to the earth at all. So reducing our need and our demand for plastic bags is still very crucial. And on top of that, when we incinerate our waste, we produce a lot of soot, a lot of pollution as well. And ultimately, the ash goes to our landfills, which we know now it's filling up rapidly. So ultimately, we still have to reduce our waste, especially our plastic waste, which you, as you have mentioned previously, it is a million tons in Singapore. So just coming back to behavioural change, because that's really what this is all about, right? Mm. Um, tell us a little bit more about how the, the charge is affecting people's attitudes towards plastic bags. I guess the charge has only been in for force for a month, so... We'll probably need a little bit more data to come. <laughs> and the supermarkets haven't been very forthcoming in, in giving us data so far. But I guess at the very least, the charges are useful for a reminder to be less wasteful. If that's correct, yeah. Mm. Personally, I feel that the charges are effective in, in really small ways, but that's what that's a positive sign that we are seeing. I know some people are sceptical about it. Some of the comments that I've gotten was that five cents is too little. It has to be 50 cents in order to really make people stop taking the plastic bags. Some feel that they have been seeing a shift in consumer behaviours. The cashier themselves, they do see an increase in the number of customers who bring their own reusable bags to bag their groceries. So I think the whole point of this charge, it's not really about the money itself, like how much we charge the consumers, but it's really trying to create this social norm to go green, this visibility, increased visibility of using reusable bags. It reminds people that, hey, if you don't need the plastic bags, if you can bring your own reusable bags, why not? If you only need one or two, then just take one or two. Don't take more than what you need. So the idea is really to remove excessive usage of single-use plastic bags to give this little alarm bell, this little nudge that, hey, you actually don't need this many plastic bags at all. So I think that's what the plastic bag charge serves to do. And personally, I find it really effective. Now I bring my bag all around with me and I have a little carrier bag, reusable bag inside. So for some of the supermarkets, selected supermarkets, they also have reusable bag racks where shoppers can donate their reusable bags for other shoppers to take. And they also collaborate with other NGOs such as Zero Waste SG, Plastic Like Singapore to come up with that scheme. So I think that is really, really promising and effective as well because now if people don't want to buy a plastic bag, but they don't have one, they can actually use reusable bags. And next time when they come back, and if they remember, they can actually return back these reusable bags for other shoppers to use. Yeah, so that's a great initiative. And I, I guess what's really happening here is it's just steps along a longer journey to be a, a lot less wasteful and much more mindful of the resources that you use. Mm. On that sort of final point, I guess dozens of countries have 
instituted bans on plastic bags already, and there's a growing number of countries that have imposed bans on single-use plastics. I wonder if Singapore's going to follow suit, that it will eventually, it may take a little longer Mm -hmm. because of public attitudes, but I wonder if Singapore will eventually institute a a broader ban on single-use plastics, as, as well as pushing producers also to take greater responsibilities for their products, which I think is also what the government is thinking. Personally, I would think that a ban would be the ultimate goal. I think other countries that have um, enacted this ban, they have seen positive results from it. So hopefully we'll get there, but definitely we have to transition to that goal slowly, as you can tell from the five cents charge. I think a slow gradual change is also important. So perhaps maybe we can increase the charge of plastic bags from five cents to 10 cents, 20 cents, to 50 cents. I think 50 cents is a really nice number. It's really, 50 cents is that amount where we will really think twice before we take out a plastic bag. In fact, some places such as Decathlon and Ikea, they actually charge $1 and you have to get their reusable bag. There's no such thing as plastic bags. Mm. So that would be a good direction to move towards because people do get desensitized to the five cents charge. I mean, now there's an awareness. Some consumers have a behavioral change, but some of them might get desensitized soon and five cents will eventually not affect them. So I think we should always return back to this scheme and increase the intensity of it as and when needed so that we can really reach our goal to hopefully a total ban. I mean, that, that's, for, that's my own personal aspiration and goal. So thanks, MJ. That's a really good wrap-up. I think we will eventually see a bag ban or, or even a wider single-use plastic ban, but I guess that will take some time. Mm. But probably we don't have too much time because the Palau summer car is going to be full by 2035, right? Anyway, thank you so much for being our guest today. Great speaking with you. All right. Thank you. That was a podcast by The Straits Times. Send your feedback to podcast at sph.com.sg. Find us on Apple, Spotify, Google Podcasts, or via the Google Voice Assistant and Amazon Alexa-enabled devices. For more podcasts by The Straits Times, The Business Times, and Money FM 89.3, you can also download the audio by SPH app. That's A-W-E-D-I-O.